The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Later today, a new state website is expected to go live, giving Virginians one central place to register for the COVID-19 vaccine. Local health departments closed their online registration forms last Friday to prepare for the new statewide system. Over 1 million Virginians have now received the COVID-19 vaccine, according to the Virginia Department of Health. Nearly 12% of the state's population is fully vaccinated, which is about 340,000 people. Virginia was facing a teacher shortage even before COVID-19, but school districts expect that's been made worse by the pandemic. Two Virginia senators are proposing volunteers help fill the gap. Alan Rodriguez Espinoza reports. Republican Senator Shabon Donovan and Democrat Chad Peterson are calling on the governor to create a teacher's reserve corps. It would let volunteers teach if educators cannot work in person. That way, Donovan says schools can reopen sooner. The risk is with the children. It is not with the adults. We need to move forward and get these schools open. The program would rely on retired teachers, military veterans, and education students taking mainly short-term, unpaid positions. Many people may just want to altruistically volunteer. The governor has called on schools to start reopening by mid-March. Richmond Superintendent Jason Cameras has said following the governor's guidance is, quote, literally not possible, citing ongoing staff vaccinations and building renovations. Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, VPM News. The snow and ice may be melting, but central Virginia isn't done just yet with the severe winter weather. Over the weekend, a winter storm dropped about a half inch of snow and ice across the region, causing power outages and downed trees. Wayne Albright is a lead forecaster at the National Weather Service in Wakefield. He says there's potential for another severe winter storm later in the week. There are conflicting signs at the moment as to what the temperatures will be and what the form of precipitation will be. But there are signs that we could be dealing with more ice across portions of central and south central Virginia Thursday morning. Albright says the potential ice storm later this week should quickly move away for warmer weather and clear skies this weekend. Virginia could be the first state in the south to get its own Voting Rights Act. As Ben Pavier reports, the House of Delegates approved that bill on Monday and now it heads to the governor's desk. The Virginia Voting Rights Act is designed to prevent last-minute poll closures and other election changes that could disproportionately affect voters of color. Democratic Senator Jennifer McClellan is one of the bill's sponsors. She says some voting changes in Georgia and other states deliberately disenfranchised black voters. The worst ones are the ones that are not intentional, but because there's not enough public comment or notice, you can't even figure out that you're going to have a disproportionate impact. McClellan's bill would require election officials to get public comment or approval from the attorney general before making changes. Local citizens could also sue. Republicans have universally opposed the bill. They've argued it would be expensive and time-consuming for local governments. Ben Pavier, VPM News. A bill that bans Virginia voters from bringing guns into polling places passed a state Senate panel yesterday. The proposal from Delegate Mark Levine has already passed the full House of Delegates, The legislation prohibits firearms within 40 feet of a polling location. There are exceptions for current and retired law enforcement, 
security hired to work near a polling place, and for people living on private property within 40 feet of these locations. Second Amendment supporters have argued that the state already has laws against voter intimidation and questioned how voters would be intimidated by a concealed firearm. The legislation still needs to be considered by the full state Senate. Someone who administers naloxone or other overdose reversal medication won't be arrested and prosecuted in Virginia if they were using drugs themselves. That update to Virginia's Good Samaritan law was passed by the General Assembly on Monday. The bill still needs to be signed by the governor. Currently, the law provides legal immunity to someone who calls 911 during an overdose. The bill would extend that protection to people who administer CPR or naloxone. The state's Good Samaritan law applies to people possessing or taking drugs, but doesn't give immunity to dealers. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Monday, February 15th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.